Hello, and thanks so much for watching another episode of Face the Facts with April Moss. It is New Year's Eve, and we have a very special show for you today with somebody who made headlines nationally on Christmas Eve this year. And before we get into our interview, I just want to thank my sponsors. Head over to holyhydrogen.com, use promo code APRIL at checkout, and you'll be able to save $100 off of an at-home hydrogen system. Make sure you go to holyhydrogen.com, click on the research tab, take a look at all of the benefits of hydrogen and how it helps heal things like arthritis and high blood pressure, even infertility. That's holyhydrogen.com promo code April. Well, let's get right into today's show. I'd like to introduce you to a former police officer, now turned entrepreneur, and he made headlines when he spoke with President Joe Biden on Christmas Eve. Jared Schmeck, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me on. So Jared, you have a very unique story. And I think for a lot of people who, um, you know, heard this coming down, you know, on social media, we were all just like, Oh my goodness! We, everybody was just shocked to know that um, that you said "Let's go, Brandon" <laughs> to the president. <laughs> um, pretty much because it's what we're all thinking, right? But he actually <laughs> had the guts to say it. So. Yeah, he agreed. I, insane, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, but before we get into that, I want to you know talk to you a little bit about what life was like before that famous phone call that now will forever, your life is forever changed. You had no idea that your life would probably change so dramatically in a in with a 30 second phone call. But um, prior to that, tell me a little bit about your family tradition um, with calling into the NORAD. Yeah, my boys and I call uh, every year to talk to NORAD, find out when Santa's coming to our area. Um, our oldest daughter uh, was going to join in on that conversation uh, this year as well for the first time. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's just how it, how it started. Um, when I called, a volunteer picked up, told me that Jill Biden was taking calls. And yeah, it just progressed from there. So you get on the line and you're thinking like, wait, I, you know, it's going to be like every other year we call in, we find out where Santa is. And um, and then when they say that Joe Biden was uh, going to be receiving your phone call, you waited. And I, I think you mentioned before that you thought that maybe it was even just a recorded call. You weren't really sure he was even live. Yeah. And, and they, they actually didn't tell me that Joe was going to be there, too. They they just told me Jill was taking calls. Oh, Jill. And, okay. Yeah. And uh, I assumed it was going to be a pre-recorded message, but we decided to wait on hold uh, just in case. And I had yeah. my son filming because uh, I figured if this is going to be real, then we want a good, you know, fun family video uh, to remember afterwards. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, no matter who's in office, you're still talking to someone in the, you know, that. The president's wife at that time is what was what we were thinking so uh, it's not a, an opportunity you have every day and then right. he picked up uh he, he picked up the phone and as she was with him uh within probably 10 15 seconds of talking to him i knew it was not a recording and about halfway through the conversation uh, the idea popped into my head and i, I ran with it so, so when you said that, were you panicked at all? Like, what's he going to say after that? Or no, I, I am known amongst my family and friends to be a little bit of a, a prankster, uh -huh. um, and for speaking my mind as well. Uh, yeah. I, I don't usually 
shy away from speaking my mind. And I'm thinking, hey, I have the opportunity here uh, to, in a, in a humorous manner, express my very real frustrations with this man and, and his administration. Um, and so, yeah, I just I ran with it. I did not know I was being live streamed at the time. Uh, no one had told me that. I mean, I would assume the phone call was being recorded, but and it was clear that there was a delay, um, which I think is clear in the video as well. There was there was a delay between what I would say and what they you know, and their response. Uh, but my phone call actually was cut off right after I said, let's go, Brandon. So I didn't even know he had replied to me until I saw it on social media about 10 minutes later. Oh, my goodness. So what did your family say after that happened? What was the response? Everyone was laughing. I was getting calls from everyone. Uh, and yeah, we, we just all had a really good laugh about it. Yeah. So, I mean, I know you've this, you know, for the people that know you and, and share the same political sentiments, I guess, that you share, um, then it was a, a funny occasion. But, you know, there has been some serious things too, right? You kind of had some backlash from the left. You want to talk about that? Yeah, uh, we received pretty immediate backlash that night. Um, people started figuring out what my phone number was, which really isn't hard to do, but mm -hmm. still, you know, it doesn't make you super comfortable, but that's, that's mm -hmm. their goal. Um, and uh, some of those phone calls were threatening in nature, uh, threatening physical harm, threatening uh, death uh, and harm to my family. Uh, and my extended family also received phone calls. Our place of business was receiving phone calls, emails. People were trying to hack into our website, um, forcing us to shut it down for a short amount of time. Um, and it, it was just really nasty and vile. Um, it progressed from there with the mainstream media latching onto it. Um, you know, basically doing the normal smear, uh, taking things out of context. Yeah. Uh, and I believe I was referred to as a slow motion insurrectionist. I don't even know what that, I don't know if they know what insurrection means, but uh, <laughs> it, it was just one thing after another. Uh, but I, I will say that uh, because of people like, like you that have reached out to mm -hmm. me, um, David Harris Jr., um, yeah. uh, Benny Johnson, I mean, there's been so many people that have reached out and uh, supported. And in the process, there's been this just enormous amount of support from people around America uh, that are taking the time to to tell me that they support me and what I said and thanking me, uh, people around the world even. And that uh, far outweighs the negativity, the threats, the cancel culture that I've been experiencing um, it's right in front of your face every day, but when you actually are experiencing it, it's like, wow, this is, this is real. Um, it is. And, uh, yeah. And so it's, it's incredible. The amount of sudden family you're going to now be, you know, you're, you're a part of it now of, um, this camaraderie. Right. And, and just mm -hmm. like a, a, I, it's such a, to me, it's a very positive environment to be around, uh, people who love this country want to see nothing but good things happen to this country and for the people of this country and for those that don't understand they don't understand the let's go brand or they find it very offensive right they're the same people that don't think it's offensive when the actual words were being used against our former president trump and um i find that just very hilarious right like well you don't have a problem with them using that word when it talks about somebody you don't like but if we use another just word that has really kind of been like a national 
unity cry, right? Let's go Brandon has really united a lot of the country together for people to say like, you know what? We're tired of this. We're tired of the the gas prices going up every single day. And we're tired of, you know, businesses being closed and lockdowns and um, things that just don't make sense. And uh, so I think that, so welcome to the family, right? <laughs> now you're part of it. And um and also, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about what your life was like prior to you um, doing your current job. You were a police mm -hmm. officer. You were serving in your community. Yes. Do you want to speak at all to maybe why you chose to leave uh, working as a police officer and to go yeah. into your own business? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I became a police officer uh, for the Medford Police Department in April of 2012. Um, I uh, I believe it was just over, yeah, it would have been just over six years um, that I served there uh, when I, I decided to leave because I was presented an opportunity within the family business and uh, the opportunity uh, was just better for my family. It was actually really hard for me to step away. Um, I was becoming increasingly involved at the police department, uh, became a, a drug recognition expert um, and uh, was just very passionate about uh, the job as a whole. Uh, and uh, so it was difficult to step away, but, uh, and frankly, it took probably a year or two for me to fully get over, over it after I left. Um, because it is, it's, it's a family, it's some of the best men and women I've ever gotten the pleasure to know. Uh, so it, it was a, a great job, uh, but yeah, I, I had this opportunity present itself within the family business. Um, and you know, my wife and I prayed about it, and we decided to go ahead and take the jump. And now, you know, three years later, uh, I couldn't be happier with my decision um, because it's just—it's uh, been really good for my family. It's so—it's so good to hear. And um, certainly, in, in today's culture and society, it's um, probably a lot healthier too, emotionally for you to to be in an environment where you know you're the boss. You you know you're working for the family business. Um, with with the current climate you know against police officers as sad as that is you know because they are the, they are the everyday heroes and um, they're treated so poorly these days i feel like um across the country yeah so thank you um for for doing that and um you know what would be your desire to see happen in this country you know with the let's go brandon uh mantra right um what would you love to see happen in the next year or two? Um, I know that it was, you're just coming off of just a couple of days. Of, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. from, so I know your, your head is spinning right now, but you've got, you've got now a national name and prominence that, you know, um, could open some doors to you. Mm -hmm. You know, I, as far as, as that's concerned, um, I, I am open to whatever God has for me. Uh, I did not expect any of this. My whole world's been flipped upside down. I do feel you know, as a Christian that God's put me in this position for a reason. Um, and I I feel blessed and honored to be able to be a voice uh, for people that maybe feel like they don't have one. Um, but I assure you, we, we all stand up. Our voice is bigger than theirs. And, um, you know, as far as what I'd like to see in the next uh, year or two, I mean, I, I would like to see... Uh, the Trump era return because uh, it's uh, it, our country felt like it was back on track at that point and it was focused on what our founding fathers intended 
Um, mm -hmm. Our country is built on biblical principles and values, and that was returning. Um, so, of course, you're going to see very heavy backlash from the opposite direction when anything mm -hmm. like that happens. I, I believe that this is, is bigger than, than what we have on this earth. Um, and it's a spiritual battle um, as well. And so I, I would pray that that in the next year or two, uh, we see a, a revival to, to mm -hmm. Jesus Christ and mm -hmm. to our core foundation. Um, and that, that, that's what I would like to see in the next year or two. As far as for myself, uh, I will go where God wants me to go. Uh, and we'll, we'll just see what happens. Yeah, well, Jared, we wish you the best of uh, blessings over your family and uh, protection certainly as well. And, um, you know, I can see that this is going to be a very bright future for you and your family. And we, we, uh, we're just, we're, we're excited that, um, that you decided to stand up and just, you know, even if it was a little tongue in cheek, right. Um, <laughs> it, it, it really boosted everybody's spirits to be honest. So, um, so thank That's you. Fun. And, uh, yeah, and we wish you guys just, uh, the happiest new year and, uh, let's keep in touch. I'd love to have you back on the show again. That sounds great. Happy new year. And thank you everyone for the support. Oh, and you know what? Before we go, let's tell everybody where they can follow you. I'm going to pull this up. Yeah. Tell them, tell them on Instagram. Yeah, so I'm at the real Jared Schmeck on Instagram. I am not a social media expert at all. I don't know what I'm doing with it. So my, my wife is helping <laughs> me a lot, so bear with me. Uh, but I'm going to try and be as active as possible on it um, because I, I've gathered that just there's a ton of support um, on that platform. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's where you can find me for now. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Jared. Happy New Year. God bless All you. All right. Happy New Year. God bless.